0: Hello everyone and welcome to the North versus South FPL podcast featuring
1: myself Heath and my co-host State. How's it going buddy? Really really good. I'm very happy to be here today and that's not even sarcasm. I am happy to be here. It's a Monday. We're recording on a Monday. Always need something good to look forward to on a Monday after the weekend of football's gone. Normally have some midweek stuff but um yeah this is what I look forward to. It means I can have a couple more beers as well because I you know, I try not to drink as much during the week, but podcast night, you've got to have a few beers as well. So, yeah, really happy. Lovely
0: stuff. Well, as you can tell, I'm a little bit happier. I had to, I had to endure the shit of not only watching, well, I couldn't even really watch the football properly, but kind of seeing the results coming in before Watford had scored against Villa. And seeing Burnley going 2-0 up and then 3-0 up and Norwich going one new up at Liverpool, Newcastle, oh, getting result yeah. against West Ham. And at the same time, I've edited one podcast the day before. And then I've, I'm editing the transfer special, which if you haven't listened to, go listen to it now. And yeah, I was miserable on both of those. So I'm going to apologise to the audience. I'm going to apologise to you. I need to perk myself up now because... That's what Watford does to me, you know. That's what football does to me. Uh, I hope I'm not the only one. I'm not a sad loser on my own, but unfortunately, when your team's having a shit time, it normally does reflect on your personality. If you're, you know, as obsessed as I am, uh, how how the Mary Millers mate?
1: Well, I'll, I'll get onto the Mary Mills in, in a moment, but you do still realise you are still in the bottom three and four points adrift drift to safety. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Didn't, didn't don't like to sound like don't like to be a complete dickhead, but um you know I just wanted to make sure you, you understand the facts that are out there. You know, Rafa and me want to like, oh, All right, Rafa. <laughs> yeah, okay, so and you I know, can know, sense be coming on. Burnley, Burnley could be out of sight of you within a couple of games as well. So you know, things could be back to doom and gloom for next week, fingers crossed. It's yeah. okay, but so, that, it's okay, Sake. So we've we've got white,
0: <laughs> We've got white.
1: we're gonna be all yeah. <laughs> white. yeah, you'd be all right in the chat. <laughs> we're gonna be all white, <laughs> yeah, Boyle will do great in the championship, mate. Right? do great. Now no, the Millers are doing great. We drew at home with Wigan on Friday night. To be fair, they've taken a point before the game, and and we got one because Wigan are our closest rivals for the title. You know, we're not thinking promote, automatic promotion now. We're thinking League One title. That's what we've got to be thinking. You know, we're nine points clear of third place, MK Dons. We've got a game in hand on them as well. So... We could go, you know, twelve points clear of them. We, you know, we play tomorrow at home. Markham, big, you know, Markham aren't doing too great. So if we can get a three points there, it'll be massive at home. That'd be good because then we've got a, a couple of big games coming up. Then against the likes of we've got Plymouth coming up away. We've got um, MK Dons at home. So and those are two teams that are in the playoff spots. And you know, if we were to lose to both of them, we're giving them both a chance to sort of double up in terms of catching up on us a little bit. So we, we don't want anything like that, but you know, we're, we're having a good season. So still going well for the, for the yo-yo for the season and getting back up there to hopefully give it another crack in the championship. So, yeah. nice. nice. And I saw the
0: Wickham five Cheltenham oh, five. I what a what. game!
1: People talk about, you know, the, the City Spurs game being great, which yes, it was, but yeah, you can't beat getting down to, you know, you'll, your lower leagues, and you're seeing five, 5 all thrillers. I mean, absolute nuts game. I mean, I think, you know, to be fair, it was, it was, I think, you know, Cheltenham, Cheltenham, like, they went, went one nil up, and not many people would have expected Cheltenham to get out there, but then all of a sudden, Wickham were 3-1 up by half-time, and, you know, it was, it was nuts again. Cheltenham got it back to 3-0, then Wickham scored two goals in two minutes for 5-3 up, then Cheltenham got back to 5-4, 5, four, five all, you know, it was just... Um, it's that's that's you know people who if you were at that game that that day you got your money's worth that's for sure definitely got your money's worth and it's good to see Sam Vokes has finally found his level league one football very good to see you're not a fan of Sam Vokes I'm not not a fan of him I just never thought it was a premier league quality striker to fair but you know Burnley obviously thought it was for a time but um yeah never mind but fair, fair enough
0: and and like well like you you kind of hinted at there the Spurs Man City game, the Leeds United game. Well, I say Leeds United, yeah. but Leeds <laughs> against United game. What yeah. a couple of belters, eh? Uh,
1: yeah, you know, the Premier League were good this weekend, you know, good entertainment. I think you you got, again, got money's worth out of it, you know. I, I did, I must admit, I took great satisfaction from Leeds fans, you know, in a few WhatsApp groups. I mean, just going mentals, saying how they were the Greatest team when they'd scored two goals in 25 seconds to equalise and then all of a sudden radio silence within another 20 minutes when they lost 4-2 and you, 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 you ask them a general question. What are you having for tea tonight? No response. I mean, how rude? I mean, how rude is that? But, you know, that's that's football fans for you. You know, just can't handle it when the teams are winning winning and losing. They can only handle it when they're winning. You know, I'm a Robben fan. The year we're in the championship, I'm still a gobby little shy about it because you know that's I'm just proud to be a Miller. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, never, never mind. I'm still waiting for those responses, Leeds fans. By the way, what did you have for tea last night? Was it some did you get something from a Al- Langa Road? Yeah, yeah, seen that in a few seen that in a few WhatsApp groups today. Love, yeah, so yeah, the Wikipedia changes, but yeah. Uh, there was, it was some cracking football, I think. You know, great for the neutral. Um, good to see the, low, the teams down at the bottom were picking up some points as well because, you know, we want to see that gap close and more teams get dragged into the mire to make it an even more exciting relegation fight. You know, I'm pretty sure you'd be happy for a few more teams to get fully dragged in there to give you Definitely. more opportunity. Um, I mean,
0: uh, I, I think it's it's opened right up in the sense of Newcastle doing what they're doing Burnley going and getting that away win. I, I'm not even talking about Watford right now because I'm realistic. It's going to be a real, you know, effort to get us out of it. But Burnley with two, three, four games in the hand on some teams, if the fact is that, you know, that Veghurst and Corne, if they're firing, they've got a chance, you know, Newcastle. I know they've lost Trippier. St Magsman wasn't around at the weekend, but the fact is that, Again, they, point, they, they've given themselves. Point. Yeah, they've given themselves a chance. And Everton losing, Villa losing, Palace losing. You know, Brentford losing. I mean, Brentford really. If Watford win their games at hand,
1: they go above Brentford. Is, is Brent, that simple? Yeah, Brentford are <laughs> a team in dire dire straits at the moment. I mean, they're, they're just really struggling, aren't they? I think you got to. I mean, the only saving grace they've got is that they had a good start to the season, got some points in the bank and, you know, they sort of did what Huddersfield Town did that first season. They were in the Premier League. You know, they won like, Huddersfield Town won like, they were top of the league after like three or four games. I think they'd won three, drawn one or something. And, you know, that 10-point start they gave themselves, just gave them a bit of that impetus to make sure they managed to survive. And, you know, that's probably what Brentford have got to hope for because they can't pick up a... They, haven't picked, I think the one, the one one league game, have not they this this calendar year? I think that was right at the start of the year, actually, didn't they? I think they, they beat Villa. I think before sort of them, um, before Gerard took over, and um, I think they've, they've lost every Premier League game since then. have they or have, they maybe picked up a point. I maybe. Oh, got, yeah, they,
0: I think I got a point against Palace, didn't they? Yeah,
1: two 0 nil with Palace because yeah, that um, that busted me on my my Akka syndicate that way, and I went for both teams to score in that game. and it Didn't happen, but um, but yeah, they've. They've been you know they've been beating every you know every game since and fix just don't get much bigger for them now they've got what Newcastle coming up at the weekend then they've got Norwich then they've got Burnley in their next three games at Brentford. Now they lose those three games they're, they're they're definitely in there because they're losing to the teams around them and below them and um they'll be in they'll be in desperate in eight. Yeah.
0: Big time. And we've got a tar race on our hands as well. you know the the way that, that those yeah. Well, Liverpool obviously had a bit of a scare, but then pulled themselves out and won comfortably yeah. in the end. But Tottenham doing doing everyone a favour really by kind of like say, well, giving us a
1: title race. Turn, turning up, they just turned. They decided to turn up. Did Spurs, didn't they? You know, Harry Kane decided to turn up. Played some good football. Did Spurs. I mean, that, that Harry Kane chance, which Medicine saved in the second half. If that had gone in, what a goal that had been! Just like you know, pretty much like first time little five yard passes all down the pitch and. They were, they were all sudden in, but yeah, it was, a, it was a good game. Great performance from Spurs, and yeah, you know, thank you. It it's really gonna make that Liverpool City game a massive, really fantastic game to watch. Hopefully, because if Liverpool win the game and the three points behind, they'll be level on level in games, and they play each other. I think is it March time. I think so. If that's the case, it'll be it could be a, a huge game for the title race, definitely. So yeah, March or April, I think they play each other. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think I think that the the way that that played out as well, the
0: fact that City got that le- last minute equaliser, I think people kind of thought that that was that, and they got themselves out of trouble. But to, for fair play to Spurs to carry on going for it and actually go yeah. for the win when they could have just accepted the point.
1: Spurs have got a great record against City over the last sort of three or four seasons. I think to be fair, the, well, one of the better records that any other team has got. I mean. I think you know they beat him at the start of this season with under Nuno. They beat him last season with uh, Mourinho in charge. Went the game at Whiteout Lane. So I think Spurs have taken more points off City than most sides have over the last sort of three or four years. So probably.
0: Well, we've got to talk about that later on in the North versus South predictions slash results. Yeah. But let's let's crack on. So like we normally do, we've got our game week review. We've got our shit list this week. Back from the dead, the hit list. We haven't had that for a few weeks now. Then we've got our North versus South mini league update. We've got our predictions, our score predictions slash results. And then we have got our scouted team. And we have got a Northern scouted team this week. And last but not least, we've got our game week preview. So without further ado, State, do you want to kick us off with your game week review, buddy?
1: Yeah, things didn't quite go to plan at the weekend. I did make three transfers. So I took a minus eight hit, which wasn't ideal. But then on, you know, double game week for a few teams, and just wanted to, you know, give that self. But yes, I'm on 46 at the moment. I've still got the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven players left to play. Um, you know, in the in the second part of the game week. So, so you know, there's plenty of points, and I've still got my triple captain. Hopefully, to play again, Mo oh, Salah. I'm pretty confident he'll play against Leeds. They can't afford to slip up to Liverpool. If they can get ahead of Leeds, get to a two or three-no lead after 60 minutes, Salah scores all three, and then they can bring him off and be safe for the, um, the final on Sunday. But, you know, they're going to play. They need to, they can't afford to slip up. You know, City have given them a chance to get to win the three points. So I see them letting off the shackles and saying, Mane Salah. You're the two main men. You get out there and play still and go get his goals. And then it'll be one of Diaz, Flamino, I don't know, or Yachts will be back. But yeah, I'm hoping for that. So, my team so far, I've got Alisson in there, got me five points. No clean sheet was annoying, especially because it was a deflected goal. You know, Norwich really weren't. I mean, they had a a chance in the first half, but Norwich weren't really in the game. That deflected goal was just one of those pieces of luck when you, you get, when you make a transfer to bringing a Liverpool keeper for a double game weight, thinking two clean sheets. Norwich go and score a deflected goal from outside the area. The shot was going straight to Allison. Wouldn't have been a problem. You know he didn't really have much to do because he didn't make any saves in the whole game because they didn't they have many shots, Norwich. And if they did, they were miles off target. So it was frustrating. But he got an assist. Great assist for Salah's goal. You know, people say, oh, keeper's just well yet He clearly doesn't. It was quality. Defence, Cody two points. Didn't quite clip a clean sheet. Cancelo just the one point, frustrating. Kilman, two points. And then Trent didn't play. He rested Trent. That was a piss taker, but we'll get on to that later. Midfield, Harrison, one point for Leeds. Cornier, one point from from Burnley. He came off after 54 minutes. De Bruyne, just the two points for City. Not the best of games for him. My captain, Salah, he got 10 points. So as triple captain, he's on 30 points for me at the moment. He did have a good game. He looked sharp. He looked back to what he was like, you know, before the AFCON, to be fair. So that was good to see. I'm sure Liverpool fans agree. Then up top, Charleston, two points. Everton, shite at Southampton. And then Sam Maximin, didn't play. Was injured. Killer, killer blow. So I'll have um, Scott McTominay come in with a big one-pointer. Um, from for the United game, so yeah, forty. I'm on forty six. Well, it'd be forty seven with Tom and, his point. and then obviously a, a number more to play. I believe Trent will play in the game against Leeds as well. I don't, they won't rest in Robertson for two games in a row. No chance. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, I have to be honest. I'm looking at the team right now, and it's kind of like it's what the word. Apart from Salah, we are back to you. Overly relying on Salah, <laughs> and he literally carried your team so far
1: this this week. Maybe maybe other it was yeah, a bad week. It was week. Just a just bad, bad week. It's bad bad weeks so far. But you know, there's there's more there's more to come. You know, if Liverpool have a good game against Leeds, all of a sudden Salah gets a goal, clean sheet for Allison and Trent. You know, you're looking at some good points there. And I've got you know the Wolves lads if they could keep a clean sheet against Arsenal, which they might not be able to do, but if anyone keeps clean sheets this season, it is Wolves. So there's there's good chances there, and yeah, who knows if you know something else can happen. I, I sort of don't want Jack Jack Harrison to do anything against Liverpool unless he scores an hat trick. He can get an hat trick, Salah hat trick. I'll take that right now. Oh,
0: I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm looking at your team right now, and I'm thinking there are some players in there that you've been unlucky with, and there's other players in there I, I can't believe that you have in there. But it's the way that the weeks have happen so like for instance I know he's I know you you know, you weren't planning to play either Norwich players who are on your bench but the fact that they are still there and McTominay and that's your bench with your Norwich goalkeepers not going to play then you got Harrison who had one good week you brought him in Cornet to be fair I I really rate him I think he's just got he's just going to have one game where he's going to get back on track and I reckon he'll be firing again but so Maximan, maximum. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just
1: it's he never
0: he, he's good, he's, but he he doesn't often score more than one goal. He might score a goal. Yeah, he, he
1: might get bonus points. Yeah, it, fair play. do not get enough really. But um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you gotta do what you gotta do at the moment. You know, I, think, I was like, you know, up in Liverpool with the three players. All, hopefully, all of them were playing. Were a big a big thing for me to try and get some points there and. And hope that City, De Bruyne and Cancelo did well against Spurs, which, you know, Spurs have been playing poorly recently. They've not even been getting goals. And you're thinking, well, City can, can keep it tight, could keep a clean sheet. De Bruyne do well. then you know, I had, you know, five superstars there, basically, my three-level pull and two City players. That's some, you know, squad. Let me, squad, but let me ask you a bit. question, right?
0: Let me ask you a question. Okay. And I'll grill you on this and then we'll leave it at that, right? So you <laughs> took out Alison Fassar, right? Yeah. And obviously it worked out because he got this, this sign. and he got, well, actually Sa got four points because he got a couple of bonus. He got a couple of save points. But anyway, that technically worked out. But were you not tempted to go for like Mane over KDB and keep Sar in or something, you know, like and get free Liverpool that way? It's, isn't it more fun to have two attackers well, or even go for Diaz yeah. if
1: you were brave? I think, to be fair, I think it was um, one of those ones where I wasn't 100% sure who might get rested from Liverpool for like, for this one of the two games and to, you know, there was, you know, Yotta was was ruled out the first game. Is he going to come back for the second? Oh, actually. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Please.
0: You haven't told the audience what you did this week. Transfer wise. Please tell the audience what you did this week. Transfer wise. (laughs) (laughs) You put your
1: left leg in, your left leg out. Well, I put Yotta in for Pogba basically. And then Yota went and got injured in the Champions League game because I did it before the Champions League game. I did it on the fifteenth of Feb at 22-23. Got carried away. Was, it was a bit late. You had a couple two, to drink Tuesday night. I had a couple of beers <laughs> and um, yeah, that, that sort of happened. And then Yota got injured in in the um in the Champions League game. So I was like, great. So then I obviously made the substitute. SAR came. I went out for Allison, and then I brought Cornet in for Yota. Um, so i had to take Yotter out because i couldn't i needed to i wanted to bring someone in so yeah it was um it was a bad thing and at the moment Cornet is not replenished that four points yet so he needs to do something against spurs really to be, <laughs> to make it w- worth the while so yeah it was a, it was a bad moment bad moment you know we all have these things and you know it was my own fault i don't, i haven't i've been doing really well this year in not making the early transfers but i, I fell for it this time around what are we doing on Tuesday night? We're
0: doing we were oh, yeah. recording the podcast. Oh yeah, the podcast. So you got oh. a bit carried away after the podcast, and you got a I had, a full, I
1: had, a, I had a full bottle of white wine. That's why. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> next, I got I got up the next morning like, yeah, was that was that bottle full when I start the podcast? And then the was like, yeah, what? And I went oh you, well that went down quickly and nicely fair enough <laughs> so yeah but anyway yeah thank you for reminding the listeners about that heath well done why don't you tell me about your team i can see you're very eager to do that so come on mate. i didn't mean you,
0: you were gonna ask me i'm, I'm not I, I don't, I, don't,
1: I, don't want i don't want to ask <laughs> but uh we have to ask you know i
0: suppose so yeah this week was the triple captain versus bench boost week right we both knew that when we both threatened to play our chips, that both of us were going to actually go through with it and neither of us were going to allow the other one to get in each other's head. I attempted poorly to get into State's head for many different reasons. On the podcast yeah. last week, on the group chat we're on, I kept on saying to that, making Trent captain. I had a feeling he was going to get dropped. There was kind of like rumour on, on Twitter about him getting dropped. So I kind of thought I'd get in his head and see if I could. Didn't work. But anyway, we both played our our chips, and it is what it is. But anyway, I've, I'm I'm doing quite well at the moment. I've got like Martinez. He he got me three points. Not so good, but it'll do. Then White and Dean both got two points each. I, I had a nightmare with my captain. Yeah, and and to be I'll fair, I let you
1: finish, and then what what, what now? will let you finish. Actually, what the fuck, man. What yeah, terrible uh, well, captain, I'm, yeah,
0: I'm one minute away from it but not being a bad choice. You're
1: not me, you're not Cancelo, Picker, you know, so no. So it, I, it, terrible, uh, this
0: is. I chose Kieran Tierney as captain. I felt that Arsenal playing two home games, Tierney of all the defenders, gets forward, he could get a double point, you know, haul from nowhere, and I just fancied him, and Brentford, to be fair, scored the 95th minute. I mean, that was a bit of a killer for my team. But ultimately, I'm not going to complain too much because of the rest of my team. So I think justified in the sense of one minute away from, you know, a no, 12-pointer. No. Might no. have even got a bonus or two. But anyway, then we move on to the, the success of my midfield. I'll start with the poor ones first. So Zaha, just the two points. But the key is he's still playing Watford away. That's why I brought him into the team. I didn't bring him in for Chelsea. I brought him in for Watford away. More faith in his
1: own team, guys. No, no, no. no, no, More faith in Watford.
0: I just just know Zaha. and, And Palace fans know Zaha. Watford fans know Zaha. This guy turns up when he plays against Watford. He just does. He just does. Just trust me on that. Coutinho, he didn't turn up against Watford. Just two points. Thank God for that. He did have a good shot just over the bar. But it just went over the bar. It wasn't quite a goal, so it's fine. It's fine. Then my vice-captain, who should have probably been my captain, but again, you can't blame me for Man City away. You're not expecting him to do much there. Son, 10 points. Made him captain, I would have been laughing. Saka, honestly, this guy, he's going under the radar in fantasy football. If, yeah, if Arsenal cool. didn't have a double game week, people wouldn't have picked him this week. There's no doubt in my mind. He's he's doing really well. He got 10 points. Then go on to my front line. I start a game with the poorest. Josh King should have scored. A great chance, yeah, Pulled back. Yeah, he's got to yeah. put it in. Yeah, he's mm. put it straight at the keeper. It's, fit. I mean, it's come to him quick, but at the same time, he's got to put it away. Too quick, my ass. Bloody yeah. No, I'm just thinking of an excuse that he might have. I don't know. I mean, no, uh, yeah, hard yeah, put it away, mate. Ex- you
1: know me. No, yeah, don't give him an excuse. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're top, top bend
0: kid. Top, it's top bins, no it. problem. <laughs> Trying to miss, but you know, accidentally mm. put it in. And then, mm. so Emmanuel Dennis finally got me some points. I've forgiven him for that, Norwich. Oh, shit show great great header great great cross from Saar, great header and honestly has put me in a very very good mood so thank you Emmanuel Dennis obviously like most strikers seems to be when they get the winning goal they get the free bonus which he did as well and Harry Kane Harold Kane that guy what Mm -hmm. honestly what is it I mean the only thing about it is that that's only his third real haul this season he got one against Newcastle where I didn't have my team because you told me to take him out for a fine. <laughs> I, I had him. I, I think I had him for Leicester where he got a goal and assist. I think, and then yeah, Man City away, unbelievable. But yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's that's
1: what he can do, and he was incredible against he, Man City. Yeah, he, he didn't. He, it's not just the goals he scored. He, he's all around game a really good one. I mean that that pass for, for Son for the, which turned, led to the first goal, which um, when Son. Beautiful Selfishly price, yeah. squared it. If Son had been a dickhead and squared it, he'd have got a, some, Kane. Would have had another assist. Son would have had a couple more points with scoring a goal and instead of an assist. You know, so you could maybe have a word with Son about that. But yeah, Kane were brilliant at the weekend. You know, that's the sort of performances we've been known to see from him over the years. So you know, everyone's obviously been giving him steak this season for not being at the higher levels that he's been at before. But I think you gotta remember. I think you know all the all the top players had a bad season It every now and then, aren't they? Definitely. I'm just hoping he kicks on now for my Southern team, really, because
0: I need you him. Need it. You know, with, with, with yeah, Salah back and Salah looking like the menace that he is, I need someone. And, yeah, I'm hoping he's the one. But let's not forget, I've got my bench boost here. So I'm, 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 I'm slowing down as if I'm about to kind of mention my, my bench. But, no, they're, they're getting points. So Foster, beautiful, six points. I mean, away at Villa... Clean sheet. I'm a bit disappointed didn't get any safe points, but that's just how well we defended that day, you know? Yeah, really then, didn't.
1: did they? Really, yeah.
0: No, exactly. Jared Bowen, just the one point. Cucurella, just the one point. And Rudiger, I mean, I put him on the bench. Realistically, I I mean, obviously, he's a bench boost, so it doesn't matter. But what I was going to say is that this was potentially going to be my bench if I didn't play my bench boost. So I'm glad that I did, because I've got some extra points here. Could get maybe some more if I'm being greedy foster playing at home to crystal palace there's a chance that we've shut up shop now with roy's roy's uh, way of of playing you know we, we're we're playing yeah. quite well defensively now whereas we're not scoring as many goals so i think foster might you, you never know might get some more points but anyway 73 points at the moment with nine players to play i'll be pretty upset if i don't get that, uh, triple figures from here and yeah you, you should be on for it definitely I think, to be honest, this could be a really big week for me in the, in the main league. You now, obviously, I'm going to win the head to head. That's a guarantee. But the main league could have worked my way up. The table. Tell you what,
1: if Salah <laughs> does, do you know that Salah's got a hat trick against Leeds at Anfield last season? Yeah. So, <laughs> now, if he goes and does that, then you, don't, you probably don't win the game week because that probably puts him onto like 80 points by himself, probably then probably
0: we'll see
1: we'll see we'll see but anyway but, no i i'm i'm
0: kind of happy with the way things have gone and, and there's still a long way to go so we'll we'll be, be um so far. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll be letting you guys know how we get on yeah. The rest yeah that's is yeah that's be, enough next now. week that's enough. yeah yeah that's enough yeah enough of that
1: all right we're done yeah no no more need for discussion about that we're okay yeah great we'll get we'll move on let's move probably on. best yeah. brilliant stuff heath have you got a shit list then? Since you've had such a blinding week, did you did you even be able to create a shit list? You know, did you did you give it any thought? on have. There? I have got a shit list. I've got a full shit list. Fucking brilliant! That's what I love about you, Heath. You're never too far away from bringing, bringing your mood right back down with a shit list. That's the spirit, <laughs> kid. Bring it! Bring it to me. Bring it. To okay. Me. For those of okay. you who don't know, the shit list is basically what it sounds like. It's a shit list. Go ahead. So,
0: Josh King. That's the first person on my shit list. Yeah, the guy. I, I feel like I've been looking at him, thinking, well, you know, it's bound to happen at some point. But the fact is, if that guy, he, I think he he played okay against Villa, but there's definitely something going wrong between him and Dennis. They just don't look right together. I think it's two egos clashing or something like that. And like I say at the end that chance he had. I mean. We talked about it earlier, but that's a tap in. That's that's really he's got to score that as a centre forward. He's got to score that. So, but that, that could be people could see that as a bit harsh. But for me, I've got my no? team. He's playing for my, you know, the team I support. I think that's two in one. So therefore, he, he's he's entering the shit list. And then the next four: Max Aarons, Grant Hanley, Ben Gibson, Brandon Williams. All I wanted you to do, guys. Stop. All I want you to do was stop Salah. <laughs> now, you could have had two or three. <laughs> you guys are used to playing in the championship, so the long ball shouldn't be a problem for you, especially you, Gibson, and you, Hanley. The long ball should not be a problem. You you cannot concede
1: whoa, a goal. Paul Scholes p- plays that pass, and it's a worldie. Why is it not for Alison?
0: I don't care if. if Paul Scholes has got the ball in his hand, and he's punted it up, and they've got that amount of time. Like you can't allow anyone in football state. I'm not. I'm talking Sunday League to get the ball under control from a goal kick, and then score from there. I mean that is criminal.
1: He saw the space. He saw Salah there against some old geezers, and, he, he, and I'm, he, I'm he not. Absolutely... I'm, hold on. Hold he on. Hold on. Hit You're hit looking a, at it from it, a different it, perspective. It, it's, you know? it's a pin. It's a pin seeker. What we what what was one of the golfers was. Find, that's a pin seeking pass size, you know. First, first of all, first of all, right? I,
0: okay, so I'm not insulting Alison here. I'm not insulting Mo Salah. I think oh, that's well, fantastic. I'll give you
1: his Twitter <laughs> handle right now.
0: <laughs> I'm all I for know. that goal. I, and and there's sometimes in football when you just go, wow, that's like the Mane goal. I thought, wow, what a great finish, and didn't see it coming. The Salah goal, what a touch. I mean, it's incredible. But let's go back to the basics. Where the fuck were those defenders? Why why was there (laughs) no one close to him? I I don't know which one was meant to be marking him. If you're looking at Williams or Aarons for their speed or their pace, whatever, or Gibson and Hanley, because it's gone right down the centre of the pitch. For fuck's sake, it's ridiculous. Anyway, so that's my shit list. There's five of them on there. King, probably a a bit hard done by there. But the four Norwich defenders... Boys, come on! You're better than that. Actually, I don't know if you are. <laughs> no, they're not.
1: They're not. They've conceded fifty-three. <laughs> they've conceded the most goals this season. Fifty-three goals in twenty-five games. They're gonna concede goals like that.
0: Not like it, that, though.
1: Goals, also, yeah, but not yeah, like that. It, it, the fact the ball has come that long and that far, and they've
0: allowed a the centre forward to be able to take the ball under control, turn, and then score is just,
1: like i say, it's criminal.
0: Anyway, what have you got for me on the shit list? Huh? This is always a highlight. But,
1: yeah, well, to be fair, so a couple of things on the shit list. So first of all, player wise, not, nothing to do with my fantasy team or even yours, Michael Keane from Everton. Don't know what he was thinking for the the Southampton goalway. He decided to just try and just scuff a little five yard pass to Andre Gomez, get put him right in the shitter, and then Southampton went and scored, you know, from it. I'm like, what are you doing, Michael Keane? This lad used to be in a you know England starting centre half probably under Woy, actually and that's probably why we were shit under Woy um, as an England team. I was just watching it and I'm thinking, God, what a shit house. Lampard must have been absolutely fewing about that. Especially when Everton they're struggling away from home. They're looking good at home, but away from home, you know, Lampard's come out and said that. But it's making their own mistakes like that. And then obviously they let Sean you know Shane Long score again. You know, I didn't know he was still alive, but fair play to him. Longevity. Good man. Then so my next one's like a, um, a combined one, right? So somehow Pep Guardiola has found a way to get his soul into somebody else's body, and that person was Jurgen Klopp. So Jurgen Klopp's obviously got, got you know, gone weak somehow and let Pep get into his soul, and then Pep's gone in there, he put his magical roulette wheel and said, right, who are we going to pick to play this week? Oh, I'll tell you what, we'll pick Joe Gomez instead of fucking Trent Alexander Arnold. Well done, fucking pep and clock combination. Plop. Plop. You want to call it plop. So we're going to call it plop roulette from now on, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if, if by the end, if by the last game of the season, either I'm miles ahead of Heath to win the head to head, or he's miles ahead of me, so I can't win the head to head, I'll, I'll do a plop on Twitter for everyone to pick my side. There you go. That's it. You know, there we can do, we can do a, a plop roulette for the final game week. If there's nothing on the line. Okay. Plop her on my, um, hit my shit list. There, there you go. So that's, that's them right away. Ruben Diaz, you're on my shit list. Normally a top defender. You can count on him, but seriously, all that fucking header out to Sonos? I think, which led to, I think Kane's first goal. I mean, Oh what it no just some of it were just terrible defending from the city. You don't normally associate with that with them, but the defending wasn't great. I know Spurs played well, but that was poor. Kane were clever for the third goal, just peeled off onto Walker. Never gonna be a contest there, was it? It was just some bad marking, you know. If Kane's goal, you know, the header out was poor, and then can just goes through and just finishes. Well, I mean, what what do people think? What, where's the defending going there? So yeah, Diaz not not very happy with you for that. So you're on there from from mine as well. So that is my shit list this week. I'm not filling it. There's a reason for that because Plop was the real hatred for me. Plop was just the the number one hate, hater for me. I just didn't not happy with him. You know, I could put myself on there for the, yes, the yacht yes, for being yes. pissed, but. But however, <laughs> however, however, I will put the white wine on there instead, okay? You Name know? it and shame it. <laughs> some Italian stuff I bought it from Lidl. It was actually really nice to say it from Lidl. Lidl don't do bad wine, people. So nice, cheap bottle, but it obviously sent me a bit loopy because I made some stupid decisions. So white wine, you're on my shit list this week, guy. I'll I'll get another bottle of it next week. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of stuff, you know. I've got to got to test it out again to see if it if it, if it fails me twice, then full. Shame
0: on me, <laughs> but we'll we'll see. I have to say that one person who's kind of got away with murder here we haven't mentioned is Rice for West Ham. Did you see his header away for oh. the Newcastle
1: goal? Well, yeah. It was, I mean, to be fair, the, the lad's not really done anything wrong all season. Well, that's what that. I was going to
0: say. You, you you praised him the last one. You're bigging him up massively, and he's gone and you've given him commentator's the, uh, curse. Commentators curse. Yeah.
1: Oh well, never mind. To be fair, West Ham have fallen apart by themselves anyway already. They're, in, they're on borrowed time in, in terms of that top four race now, I think. You know, United are four points clear of them. Arsenal, level of points with three games in hand. Wolves, two points behind, two games in hand. Spurs, three points behind, three games in hand. West Ham are they're, they're faltering, faltering you, big time. Do you want to know what my theory is here?
0: If is West meant- Ham, if, if West Ham right now and maybe Chelsea had a shit list, I am. My ego is telling me that I would be on it right now. Do
1: you know the reason? why? <laughs> yeah, because you're because br- you're bringing all their players in and fucking them up.
0: <laughs> Nearly It's because uh, both the the two the two players I've had as my uh, Twitter pitcher have been Lukaku <laughs> when he started off really well. I thought, yeah, he's he can represent the South. Brilliant. Stick him on as my uh, pitcher for Twitter. Obviously, he went downhill from there, and then Mikel Antonio. I went. Oh, do you know what? Who, who's the best performing sovereign at the moment? Mikel Antonio. Stick him on there. Oh, okay, and he's gone Jay. down here. So I jinxed Oops. him. So who who should I go for next?
1: <laughs> who do right. I want to jinx? Right. I'll pick someone for you then. <laughs> who should we put on? Well, it's got to be Sun or Kane now because they're going to go on a run, supposedly. To according to everyone else, aren't they? Everyone's now, like you said, you know, hindsight's a brilliant thing, but guarantee you know son and kane's select i think some might have been quite well selected anyway kane probably still was a little bit because well he's harry kane but i think you know you've got to put one of them on now and test the theory let's see if them you go three for three with people
0: i'll do that for sure and the good thing is that it's going to be easier to
1: photoshop with the spurs kit It's a blank canvas yeah. there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so put yeah, Sun Arcane, it's it's got be one of them two. I'll try and do a combination of them sat, you know, together, you know, that'd be quite good. Screw them both over. Con. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite good. Or same, same. Same. Yeah, same yeah. yeah, quite be good because you have probably been a bit insane, but there you go. It's they quite, did they did good. have that last
0: season when they were doing the goals and assists every every other week or whatever oh, it was. Yeah. There was someone who put them together. Where they 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 photoshopped their faces onto each other, it was, it was quite scary. To be fair, yeah, do it. But yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Definitely. We'll do. See, I've
1: just kept I've just kept Ronaldo on his mind because I'm not getting my team. Don't care if he doesn't do too great in this in this year because I, you know, I think he's been a detrimental signing really for United. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep Ronaldo on there. You know that when you've got a marquee name like Ronaldo, you can just keep him on there. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, yeah, maybe you jinxed
0: him as well. Actually, thinking about it.
1: That's fine. He's not on my team, so I couldn't get, get less.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move on to more positive things. Let's, let's move on to our hit list. And if you haven't heard this podcast before, our hit list is a maximum of five players. We are basically looking at FPL and we're trying to work out the best players from our respective regions who we think you should be bringing in. So, State, who have you got on your
1: list, buddy? Well, first person is, I'm not not putting him in there for an FPL reason, okay? Just to make that. The rest I am, but first one, I'm not, okay? First one, Jordan Pickford. I want him to be on the hit list of every single manager in the, in the country right or in the world in FPL right now because if you haven't seen it, when some fan at the boxing <laughs> tried to mug him off by saying, oh yeah, hey, Jordan, you know, you getting relegated this year. Everyone get relegated. Everyone get relegated. Parrot. <laughs> <laughs> just brilliant. Calls, Pickford calls him a parrot because this guy's trying to get a rise out of him. This guy obviously is stupid and do not realize that Pickford's from the northeast. He's a Mackham. Anyone from like Sunderland, Newcastle, they've got some humor and bants about him. All right. So you've just absolutely been done by him. So John and Pickford, well done, lad. You know, you. You you know you're actually having a decent you know season I think, and you're not doing great fantasy league points because they they can't keep many clean sheets to be fair. his mate but, Michael Keane. Yeah exactly yeah I think you know Pickford's making gets to make some saves I think you know I think he made like nine saves this game week against Southampton away so you know he got four points even though he conceded two goals so you know fair play to him there so I think you know he's, he's doing quite well on the saves this this time around. Well take a our son. Take a bow. I'm
0: glad you brought that up because that was definitely, that's definitely worth a mention.
1: Yeah. They were was brilliant, on it? It was a great moment by him. And, you know, he's like, yeah, sort of lads. I mean, even very impressive as well, you know. Obviously made it back quickly from Southampton. Probably jumped on the plane, didn't they? From, from there you'd expect. So, yeah, good work. So, onto a bit more serious sort of notes of picking. Uh, an obvious one, I think he's got to be Mr. Wout Veghorst, the um the, the six foot six striker at burnley and i mean not only did he have a, a good game obviously against brian goal and assist on an assist against man united as well you know double game week again coming up so i think you know if you're looking at a striker 6.5 million right now he's not probably gonna be 6.5 million much longer i'd expect his price to go up at least one or point two, probably just one. i i'd say but um yeah, Beghorse will be good to get on there because 'cause they've got a double game week next week, Palace and Leicester. Leicester don't keep clean sheets ever. So, you know, that that's probably worth worth a while looking at to be honest with you. So I think Beghorse is a, a must have really probably now if you if you've got space for a striker. Um, you know, six point five million, so not too bad money. Burnley's hitting a bit of form. So yeah, there you go. That'd be um that'd be um one one for the for the for the, the records right there, I think definitely. Jaden Sancho is one to, to be looking at now. 8.9 million, but under Raniek, he seems to be starting he's playing most games now and he's getting involved in stuff again. He's getting goals. He's got some I don't know. One of his goals were against Middlesbrough in the cup, but he scored in that game, he scored against Southampton again, a couple of assists against Leeds. He's starting to show signs of why United signed him. You know, he's getting into the positions where he can play that final pass. You know, it might not be one of those killer balls that Bruno plays, but he's getting into those positions now. He's getting shots off. He's looking like a lot more of the player that United signed and they're playing to his strengths as well, which I think, you know, it was a big thing. You know, they didn't seem to be playing to his strengths or initially when, when he signed for United and, he didn't really start the first few games that often. You know, they were sort of slowing him in. Then they got Ronaldo. They changed the style, how they were played at United. But under Ranić, I think that he likes the wingers to try and get in behind, do some spins. And Sancho's movement's pretty good. So I think he's someone to be looking at now. Maybe a bit of a differential, I don't know. He's, he's not picked by many people in the game. He's less than 3%. So I think he could be someone to to have a look at, you know, and he's definitely improved over the last sort of three or four games. Maybe look at Jaden Sancho as, as one of those. So that, that was, that was him. Then, well, I tossed and turned about a few to be fair, because it's, you know, you're at this point again, where you, you you don't, you don't want to sort of be saying the same old thing all the time, but I know I made the mistake of taking him out this weekend in in goal, but Sarah Wolves, you know, he's somebody definitely, you got to be looking at having him as a keeper, 5.2 million. He makes a lot of saves as well. But, you know, Wolves have got a good defence in front of him. The World well now. They've got Arsenal, West Ham, Palace, Watford, Everton, Leeds, Villa, Newcastle in their next number of games. So, they're not playing any of the big boys over the next sort of six, seven or eight games. You know, okay, Arsenal and West Ham fans might think differently of that. But I think, you know, he's proven this season. He's sort of like the... Main goal, you know how Martinez had that season for Villa last year. I think you know we're seeing that Sars the man this year. You know he's got nine nine clean sheets, eighty two saves this year. So he's got sort of you know some good save points every week. So I think again for a keeper five point two million, don't think you can be ignoring him too much to be too much on, on that. If you are ignoring him, stop ignoring him. Okay, um, yeah, so it's a
0: good shout. He 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 is a very good goalkeeper. I think that they looked at. Rui Patricio, and, and, and I think that the, when he left, you're a bit like, oh, what's going on here? Who, who are they bringing it instead? And he, he's been much better than him. You know, he's, he's a very confident goalkeeper and he makes a lot of saves, but his distribution's very good as well. So Wolves have done well there. They've upgraded massively there.
1: Finally, next one's going to be a gamble. That's for sure, because you, you're gambling with Pep Roulette. A few weeks back, they were home they were and dry. Now they're in a title race. And Pep will still rotate because he, he always does, but I think you're going to be seeing the main guys coming to the forefront here. Now, you've got to decide for yourself who these main guys are, right? Who's going to be the ones who come? But I think you've got to be looking at Rian Mares as a potential differential to, to some. Now, again, he's not picked by many, but when he's on the pitch, he takes the penalties. That's for starters. He will take some set, piece, some set pieces if they want a left foot to take it, and he's on the pitch as well. You know, if they're not going to have De Bruyne taking them. But I think, you know, he's, I think he's going to start, Start. he didn't start against Spurs, but I think he's playing really well at the moment. I think City's, with the games they've got coming up as well, you know Mahrez is going to perform in, in a lot of those. So I think Mares could be a differential shout. People might be screaming, saying, no, he's not guaranteed to start. Well, not many in City are. So you could choose, then look at the other options, your Foden's, your Bernardo Silvers, maybe. Bernardo Silva's not been getting as many points as what he was earlier on in the season. You know, his big sort of stretch of scoring goals has ended. He hadn't scored in over 10 game weeks for Bernardo Silva now. Got a few assists, but first 15 game weeks, yeah, his stats were great. Since then, he's been getting two, three points, a couple of five-pointers, that's it. Whereas you look at Mahrez, when he's been scoring bigger points, yeah, he might miss the odd game, but then he scores big points. So you've got him. Maybe Sterling would cost more money, but that's why I've gone for Mares, because I think, you know, Sterling will play up top, which I suppose is a, a bit of a, a differential there. He'll play up the middle a lot more when he starts, but Mares for me could be worth a gamble. That's what people have to accept, that it is a gamble.
0: And the thing is that if you play fantasy football one way, that might not phase you at all. But i got to be honest with you, if I, I, if I had to pick Northern players, I, I would say well clear of City myself, because... They, surely, they've got to be focusing, they, they've, they've got focus on the league and the Champions League, but surely their focus is more on the Champions League than it is on the league. So, I don't know. I, I personally I wouldn't risk it, but at the same time, like, you know, that's where I don't have to worry about it over here. But mm. it's a difficult one. Mares is definitely one of the picks because he takes the penalties. I think Kevin De Bruyne, when a couple of weeks ago they had a penalty and Mares stepped up for it, and you thought, oh, okay, De Bruyne is not taking the penalties anymore. That's, that's interesting. Okay. And he's a lot cheaper, obviously, Mariz. But Sterling's a great differential. But uh, you know, again, if if it if it works out for him, you know, uh, so much money. Well, if it doesn't, think, it,
1: that's the problem. I think the thing with Sterling, I suppose that you've got at the moment is that Jesus is injured, and they're unsure about when he's going to be back. Now they don't really have a striker. Then now they'll play that false nine, maybe mcford or Mares or. Someone, you know, I think, you know, more likely Sterling's going to be sort of playing that game and they might play and he might play as a more of a proper nine, whereas they might put Champions League play more as a false nine, who knows. But I think Sterling obviously started his last start the last three games and then he's got three against Norwich, got a couple of assists. Yeah, he's against- got over 10 goals this season. So Sterling could be worth a, a punt with Jesus out, yeah, potentially. But then you, you're you obviously using him up as a as a midfielder. So it's whether you think it's worthwhile. Taking out somebody, you know, bigger for that.
0: Yeah. And that, that's the thing. I mean, there are a lot of good midfielders out there at the moment. That means that, again, to bring someone in for that amount of money, you have to be 100% sure that they're going to not only play every week, but, or if yeah. they're not going to play every week, they're going to come off the bench every week as well. And they're yeah. going to do something.
1: Like I said, it's, it's always a gamble with the City Ones, but, you know, that could be something that could make the difference for you against someone else if you get the right choice. My, Heads thinking Mares as, as because he's you know, a couple of million cheaper. He for you got on yours then. What's what's your hit list looking like? You will be able to beat the Jordan Pickford comment, so don't even bother trying. All right. Okay, I won't try. <laughs> Any football fan right now knows.
0: Especially if you follow FPL, you just know that this is this is a one hundred percent you have to go for this guy. So if you've not seen it already, he's got two goals in two games, but the way he, he took his goals. I'm thinking he's going to be scoring every week, probably until the end of the season. If that's the case, you've got to have him. And that's Craig Dawson. <laughs> 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 no, Good I'm, shout I'm kidding, you. mate. I'm kidding. Not no, really, no, that's mate.
1: on you. That's on your hit list. I'm sorry. You, you've just bumped somebody off there. No, 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 no
0: definitely not. Um, no, I, I, I start with someone who I think we both... We both struggled to pronounce last week. I laughed at you and then struggled to pronounce myself. It's Dejan (laughs) Kulazewski. Sorry about that. I hope I haven't offended anyone by saying it like that. But it's it's a difficult name to pronounce quickly and on a podcast. So I'm going to get him out of the way first. And no, he, he got, let's be honest, we saw he joined spurs we were interested we said you never know see what happens i'm putting him on my hit list only because if you can get a goal and assist away at man city you can do it anywhere right so i'm thinking see how you get something against burnley obviously it's don't make your transfers right now i know you're itching to do it guys <laughs> hold back right don't do a yotta, and <laughs> hey. Make, hey. make sure make sure Right. That you have a look at the Burnley game, see how he is. If he gets a full 90 and he gets a goal or an assist, or even just plays well, then this guy could be, you know, that they've been threatening to have a player like this where they've had Lucas Mora, they've had Steven Bergwijn. you know, they've had these players who trying to back up the Sun Kane partnership. It's not quite worked consistently. They've they've all had their moments at points. I think this guy. Potentially, he could be that person, or he might just be like the rest of these guys where he comes in, has a big game, you know, goes quiet, gets rotated with Mora or Bergvine or something like that. And then, I don't know, actually, did Bergvine actually go in the window? I don't even know. I know he was rumored. No, no,
1: no, no, he didn't. He didn't go. He scored a couple against Leicester that game, and he did score against Southampton in that 2 3 2 defeat at the end to equalise, but he got disallowed. So, um, but you know, they kept hold of him. If, like I say, he's
0: nailed and Conte likes him, then he could be a really good shout. If Spurs' fixtures are pretty much a sea of green coming up as well, you could be laughing. Son and Kane. I've seen a lot of FPL teams uh, saying to stay before recording that have, have jumped on both of them on their, you know, wildcards and free hits and trying to get them in for because they've seen this fixture fixture swing. But at the same time, like you know, I just say like. Guys, just be a bit careful. Don't go too crazy. I will, uh, you know, I understand if you bring in one, but not both of them. A lot of money, and Kane has been pretty poor, apart from, like we said earlier, three games this season. So we'll be a bit careful with that one. Anyway, so I'll, I'll move on. I've got Hakim Ziyech at Chelsea. Weird thing about Ziyech is he's actually playing fullback apparently, at the moment, although he's getting quite far forward and has scored. A few goals in the last few games, so I'd say again, probably similar to Kulazeski, I would say just just be a bit wary of him, but know that if maybe another game, because they do have the week up, week uh, this game week off. But if he plays against Liverpool in the in the League Cup final and he plays well, gets something, might be worth it, a shout. But I, I'm always Peace, a bit.
1: East you know, James is back to training this week this year.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. A my issue here was that James could be back soon, and the other thing is that Ziek, I mean, he's a midfielder playing fullback. I always feel a bit uneasy about that. It seems a bit weird, but yeah, you know, he's scoring goals, scoring goals. So who knows? James might come back, and they might put Ziek in the front three. He's a very good player, nonetheless. Yeah. And he also had he also had the chance that was disallowed. So he he technically scored twice. One was ruled out for VAR. So. You know, he he, um, he he definitely got himself about The next two, I'm going to say one on form, one not so on form, but you know he's got it in him. So we've got Che Adams, Southampton. He's on form. I, I don't really 100% believe in him, but, you know, he scores every now and then and you think, oh, could he be? And then he goes quiet again. Not quite, doesn't quite hit the heights that you kind of hope he will, but... Did take his goal very well the other day against Everton, and James Ward-Prowse talked about him quite a few times. The guy is the set piece extraordinaire. You know, mm. not many people you could say in the in the league apart from maybe De Bruyne who's got a better set piece on him. So, Southampton's fixture is also looking pretty decent coming up. So, the other one would be that Brozier, I mean, I think he looks better out of him and Adams as a player but adams is getting the points
1: at the moment so adams got three more points cumulative of of rolling at the moment but he's 1.5 million more and yeah yeah I mean so it's yeah i know what you're saying it's um it's it's one of those ones where you've got a call if you've got if you have not got that 1.5 million you know it's not it's not bad i it's not a bad thing that you go for Brozier over adams because there isn't too much point difference um you know cost per points per value is the the better player Definitely, but, definitely. But, I, I think... But, I think, Like you said, he's on form with Adam, so you you got to gotta look at those things, haven't you? It's a big thing. So yeah, because, I mean,
0: ultimately, a million... Mm. Yeah, one,
1: 1. 1.5 million doesn't mean anything if
0: they're not doing anything, and the other one is. So, you know, we've had that in the past. I remember there's been a handful of... Because this is a good thing about Samson, they do play two up front, and we've had this in the past where they've had, you know, two players up front playing together, and you pick the cheaper one because you think they'll be the one that performs gets yeah and, and they save you some money so you can pick money uh, put money elsewhere but then if the one who costs more is the better player and gets the points and gets the goals and what's the point so yeah anyway and then I've got Bakayi Saka I, I could have gone for Smith Rowe who's like slowly getting his place back into the team's Arteta's managing his minutes I'd say that again Smith Rowe I don't know i I couldn't, I wouldn't want to risk him, but he's so cheap. You know, that's the thing. Saka's a bit more expensive, but Saka is definitely playing week in, week out. There's no injury issues there. So Smith, I would say is probably, again, another one to, to wait. I mean, <laughs> the theme of my list is, you know, yeah, it's a hit list, but just wait a couple of weeks. I think Saka is definitely the player that has gone to the radar. And again, like I said earlier, if it hadn't been for the double game week, he he certainly wouldn't have been picked by most people because, yeah, I just don't know why exactly. I just, people aren't convinced by Arsenal, are they? And they haven't really blown teams away when they've won. They've won by a goal or two, maybe, but yeah. they've not really done a huge amount. They had a couple of moments this season. But yeah, so Saka's the other one. So I've gone for Kulazeski, Ziek, Adams, Warprowse, and Saka. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, good work. Good healing spell. Like yeah.
0: It. Let's crack on. Let's go on to our. Our mini-league updates, we're halfway through the, the game week, so obviously people shouldn't be listening to this and getting too excited because there's still plenty to play for.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, there is plenty to play for, Heath, um, there's, but there's, there's some big numbers in the league, big numbers. We'll start off with who's, who's currently flying in this game week, and it's Mike Matthews. He's on 95 points at the moment, and he didn't even triple captain. He played. He played his bench boost. He followed you. He called a dude, played his bench boost. Now you think you've got a good bench boost? Yeah, wow. Not like, not like this guy. So Mike Matthews, 95 points with his team. Mm. You know the name's pretty shit, but we'll we'll let that slide with a good game <laughs> with like this, Mike. Um, and to be fair, his defense is done pretty poor. He's, you know, to in net, one point. Anderson, two points. Tierney, two points. Van Dyke, two points. But then it starts getting good. Um, well, two points, Zach, uh, McAllister, two points, Zaha. Ten points, Son. Ten, Saka. Twenty, Salah. Thirteen, Kane. Four, Rodriguez. Six, Ben Foster. Two, Ben White. Seven, Eric Peters from Burnley. Eric nice. hey, Peters. What a shout, pal. What a shout. And then, Weghorst, 12 points. And look, he's played his bench boost, and he's got every single player barring one with another lead game. So, it's only McAllister at Brighton who do not have another game. So you could see another you could see some big points here coming from him. So he's played it he played it well. He did take a three three transfer, so a minus eight hit for that, but well worth the minus eight hit when you do something like that, Mike. So fair fair play to you, pal. So 95 points, you know, he's in fifth place at the moment and he's pushing. I mean our leader, Kevon Bernard, he's on a steady sixty-nine points at the moment. He tripled Captain Salah and he's got a few others still to play, so he could do something good. But I'll just concentrate on this week on, on lads, who, uh, lads or lasses who are doing well. AFC Convey, 81 points at the moment. You know, he's triple captained um, Salah as well. And he's got Luis Diaz in there, Kane, Weghorst, Dennis. Um, you know, so he's done, done pretty well. And he's still got some games to come as well. So, you know, big, big points probably you know another three digits won't mention you again he's you've already <laughs> had you've had enough glory big ben ben marion with mazda's king gary 11 i mean you've done pretty shit most of the season but here you go oh look at his captain yeah and he tripled captain Kid, outstanding move he doesn't even have salah in his side i mean that's a bit stupid you know even then i mean it's <laughs> He's not done, he's gone for Kane, triple captain. He's seen some of the we've not. Big Ben, he's a copper, so maybe he has a bit of inside info. Or he's, um, you know, threatened the city defenders <laughs> with, with bit arresting them, you know. You know, Who knows? 39 points with Kane so far and Burnley played. That's a right move. I will tell you what, I mean, you've got some kahunas there, Big Ben. Well, hats off to you, pal. Really massive hats off to you. And, you know, some of his other players have done all right, but I'm just brilliant that is so yeah some good work there let's look at the low scores ned starks my dad harrison copley come on come on ned you know the, the northern team 17 we've got, points we've,
0: we've, we've got a story here of harrison copley versus eddie moran
1: yeah we have these two are good the gunning for each around they But king in the south and ned starks my dad i mean i mean um eddie's on a steady 32 points he's um he's back on track yeah, he he captain Conor Gallagher. I'm assuming he knew that Gallagher couldn't play against Chelsea, and just thought that well they are playing they are playing against Shitty Watford in the second game, so he's <laughs> bound to get several goals. So maybe that that was his reason. But you know he had Kane as his vice, so he's probably now quite quietly hoping Gallagher goes down with COVID and can't play um, before the before the non ice where he could where you don't have to isolate after Thursday. And um, but he'll be hoping Gallagher just. As a as another game off against Watford, came bags a few more and um, uh, hey Presto. But um, but yeah, those two are having a, a good competition. El Badger poopers thirty one points. You know he's not doing badly. The El Badger. Um, still got Mason Greenwood in his squad, which is disgraceful. You need to get that out. I don't care if someone's injured and gone somewhere else, but you probably need to get Greenwood out there. It's not going to reflect well on you. But that means you've got ten points coming in because Greenwood and Delft aren't playing. You got Simikas and Jimenez on your bench, so you're going to get two more points. Great calf seven pointer, eh? Yeah. Oh, what a what a legend! What a pick, eh? Yeah. And then High Tech FC. Let's see how that bad boy's doing. Has he done something to his team? Because there's a lot. Of, there's no Reds in his team anymore. What's going no, on? Just,
0: they've all come back.
1: <laughs> oh, fair enough then. Oh, there you go.
0: Zaha, Pogba. They were all injured for a bit when they. Shaliba. Pereira and Vestergaard were all injured. Mm. They've all come back.
1: Still, all got zero points, right? But you yeah, know, yeah, never mind. <laughs> but then, but then he's he's got eight points coming in from Cresswell because Shalabar didn't play, play, so he's got two points coming in from McAllister. And um, so you know he's got another ten points there. He'll be up to thirty-one. So really, you know, it's um, some some, but there's some decent scores on there this week. A lot of people are above the average already with Mark Gur. Um, and yeah, I mean at the top of the table. Kevin's still miles ahead. Um, Betty swallows in second. But Betty swallows has got a fight on now, but with a, a few others. Ian Hellingwell, one of our pie chart WhatsApp admin people. If anyone wants to get on a, a WhatsApp um, FPL group or fantasy football group in general, then check out Ian on um, Twitter and he'll provide you the link. But yeah, it's looking real competition for those Champions League spots now from second to fourth because anyone who's on 1500 points or more could really sort of push push on that one so yeah could be could be good i'm still in front of my new arch enemy ashton horner so i'm i'm still keeping the head of him and he you know you're having a good week so we're gonna probably see you i'd say you might get up there a bit further but you 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 know 30 points off the 15th place spot and he's got 81 points this week so i don't think you're gonna catch him just yet but we'll see that's our mini-league updates, as I've already said. Thank you very much for everyone who's joined. And then moves us on to our predictions, um, which I think we're still ongoing with Heath. How, how are we getting on with the predictions so far?
0: Yeah, we are still ongoing. We've got a couple of games left. So we've got Burnley versus Spurs to play. Both of us put down an away win. And Arsenal versus Wolves, with myself going away and State going for an Arsenal home win. So the games so far that have been played mean that that Arsenal-Wolves game, it hangs in the balance. State needs an Arsenal win because West Ham-Newcastle why well, went for a draw. State went for a home win.
1: Yeah, you got the draw. Yeah,
0: Brian and Burnley, we both went for a draw, but that didn't work out. Southampton versus Everton, I went for a home win. State went for a draw and Man City versus Spurs. I've got a good luck with this one because I went for a I, w- I went for a draw, but I didn't go for a Spurs win. I didn't expect that to happen. State went for a home win. So actually the Arsenal-Wolves game isn't going to be enough because I, I totally no. forgot that West Ham and Newcastle drew. So, yeah, I've, I've got the week. And to be honest, I think that's 5-1 five, five, maybe or
1: 5-2. Yeah, you're spanking me on the predictions, definitely. But let's see what happens this next game week, eh? What have we got? What have we got this next game week, Keith?
0: We've got a match of the day full of fixtures on Saturday. How good was it just to have match of the day with eight fixtures? Eight fixtures. It's brilliant. Anyway, this week we've got Southampton versus Norwich. You're
1: going to have to go for a home win there. Yeah. Southampton in good form.
0: So I think it goes without saying that we're both going to do that. Yeah. Then we've got Leeds versus Spurs. You know I'll, I'll go for a
1: draw with that. Eve draw. I'm gonna go for an away win. You know, after obviously the when Leeds are just conceding too many goals at the moment for my liking. But you know, it's you know I know they can come out with a result. They they're always capable. But at Ellen Road, they, they seem to be less capable of pulling out a result. To be fair, than they they do away from them. To be honest with you, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with yeah, Spurs Spurs to get the away win there.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Brentford versus Newcastle. What a game
1: that is. Yeah, I'm going to go with a draw on that one, personally. I mean, I could fancy Newcastle and I should do, really, but surely Brentford gonna not get beat again at home. And, you know, they do seem to be able to grind out a bit tougher games. So, yeah, I'm going to go draw.
0: I'm just looking at form alone and therefore I'm going to go for a Newcastle away win. Yeah, fair enough. Then we've got... got... We've got Crystal Palace versus Burnley. I will start with that one and I, I will go with a draw.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you on that, usually, but I'm going to go home win. I'm going to say Palace are going to get it, pick up a win there. Wilfred's going to turn up and um, halt the Burnley charge.
0: Nice. Manchester United versus Watford. And just to let you guys know, I'll be at the game. And after the game, I'll be meeting. My co-host for a few bevies, as they say up north. Yeah, we'll see where the night takes us. What are we thinking, mate? Man United versus Watford. Home win. (laughs) Home win, Eve. I am not going to be Mr. Silly here and predict an away (laughs) win. (laughs) I know, I'll go home win as well, yeah. Yeah. Wise.
1: Wise.
0: Standard. And then... The final game. Well, actually, no. We're going to have one more game on top of this. So the final Premier League game. is West Ham versus Wolves, and I am
1: going to go for a draw with that. Yeah, I'm okay. going to go. I'm going to go for a home win. Newcastle uh, West Ham to get back to winning ways. Cool. Okay, and if
0: because it's it's a big game for. You now some people don't really like the League Cup, but we're traditional. Yeah, no, we'll give it its due. So Chelsea versus Liverpool. This one's gonna be double points. So I'm going to go
1: with a Liverpool win.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm putting Liverpool down as the away team Heath, just for our yeah. record. So you've gone away. I think I'm gonna go for Chelsea to be fair. I think you know you kind of had to really, because it's double yeah, points. well... Well, no, uh, yeah, exactly. To be honest, and I suppose, uh, Can you go draw? Is the, are we just doing it for the ninety minutes, or we're we, we're doing it overall who wins it? Let's go crazy. Let's
0: do it for the whole ninety minutes. So whoever wins it, who who's holding the trophy at the end of the game?
1: Right. right. So yeah, I'm gonna go for um, I'm gonna go for Chelsea then. So oh, I nice. think it'll be I think will go into extra time, maybe in penalties. To be honest with you. Uh, so we've turned so. our back on our on our respective region. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, I think that might have happened in a couple of them, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. I'll put them in our group, for our podcast group, so we've we we know what we've got on it. So so that's good. Excellent. Be awesome. Looking forward to another beating in that for me. Yeah, that that should be fun.
0: Yeah. So we've had a few features that have come and gone over time that we've been doing the podcast, but one that we've kept throughout that's been coming in and out really, and it was a scouting team. We, we enjoy the idea of trying to look at specific teams that normally we favour away from the top six and some of the more predictable teams that people have FPL players for. So we thought that looking at the fixture swing north northwise, we looked at Leicester City, a team that are not having probably the best season. They're still in Europe but they have the mid to well the mid table, but closer to the bottom half than the top half really. And they're, they're, you know, they're a couple of results away from potentially getting crazily dragged into a relegation fight. I don't think they will. I think they've got too much quality, but state has very kindly gone through and given us some insight. So just to remind you the way we, we, we actually structure the scout team. We have, five different sections. We have good from afar, far from good, which is a good player, but a low FPL scorer. Then we've got a differential, someone who's underestimated, but could be a big point scorer. Then we've got a newcomer, so he's a new player to the league. Set piece extraordinaire, who takes the free kicks, corners and penalties. And the final one is Captain Fantastic, a consistent scorer. If Leicester City were playing Norwich, And Watford, in a double game week, who would you put the captaincy on? That's what we're looking for. So, State, how did you get on, buddy?
1: First of all, I would say, you know, Leicester have got some double game weeks to get fitted in because they've they've got three games to catch up on if you look at their game weeks. So, these double game weeks could get put in at any point as well. Yeah, I mean, as he said, they've got a lot of green coming up. They've got, you know, in the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games, they've got five green. And the two reds they've got are Arsenal and Man U, and those aren't teams that you'd say put your house on and not getting stuff out of as well. So, yeah, good running fixtures I think that Leicester have got, to be fair. They've, they've got Le- Liverpool and City out of the way for the rest of the season. Leicester haven't had a great season, but they've still got some people worth definitely having a look at. And um, don't be looking at them for clean sheets. That's what I'll say for to, just for starters, people. If you're looking for clean sheets, Leicester are not the team. Three clean sheets this season, not exactly clean sheet form and you know just to sort of you know give you um you know a bit of um you know look at that Norwich have got more clean sheets than Leicester have this season so there you go so don't be looking at them for clean sheets but there are some 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 things there to be looking at I mean for starters I mean so first player good from afar but far from good so a good player but a low scorer now it's actually a new newcomer who's coming to the Leicester side um you know, as the season's drawn on, and he seems to be now an ever regular in the starting lineup. And um, it's um, it's Ke- it's Jewsbury Hall. Now, I've watched him in a few games. I think he looks a really good footballer. You know, good good player. You know, got energy. He seems to be boxed. You know, he can he, you know he can tackle. He can get stuck in, but he can seem to you know play play things sim- nice and simple. But he's got energy. So I think you know he's one of those good from a fire. He's not going to score you much fantasy points now. He's only been playing regularly since game week 15 and he's got one assist in that time. But Leicester have kept two clean sheets since he's been playing. So that's, you know, double the amount of clean sheets they kept for the previous sort of 15 game weeks. So maybe he's brought a bit of solidity in that sort of holding midfield role. Um, So I think he could be good from afar, but far from good. But if you've only got a few million and then there's no point score, he's only 4.4 million at the end of the day. But yeah, I mean, he's not, He's picked by 0.2% of people, so I don't think he's doing gonna do much there. Your differential, Adam Ola Luckman, at the moment, he looks very lively in games. He's starting more. He's been scoring a few more goals in the last sort of, six or seven game weeks. So you know he's he's at six million. He, he's you know he's definitely getting the game time now, and he's showing that potential that we've seen from him years back when he was at Fulham. Then he went to Germany and had a good season, and then you know came back. Didn't again, didn't get the look. Hasn't I don't think had the run in a team as as much as maybe he needs. I think you know he could be sort of a bit of a differential. You know he could score you some big points because he's played very far advanced in the in the pitch, and you know Leicester do like trying to get the, these wide players forward. So he could be one. It was between him and to be fair, um, there was um, the the lad Pereira, the fullback who has scored lots of points in fantasy over the previous few seasons. Last year, he didn't because he was injured for a lot of it. And he's been injured for most of this season as well. He played the first league game, got 12 points. You know, then that had a bad game week after that, but then he got four points against Norwich. Then he's been pretty much out of the side most of it. Came back just two weeks, you know, in game week 25 against West Ham. He scored a goal, got six points. Didn't get anything this weekend, but he did score points. So he was... The, the, to compete with Luckman, but I probably just edged Luckman over him because you're not going to get clean sheet bonus points probably from Pereira and really. And Luckman's more further forward, newcomer wise, new player to the league, quite an obvious choice to be fair. And it's the man Daka. um Now, Jamie Bard has been the pinnacle of Leicester City um, for a number of years now. He's been the main man, and he was at the start of the season, he was scoring goals, then he went on a run of not scoring. Then he got injured, and now he's expected back soon. But are these injuries just creeping up a little bit more regular now. You know he's he's he's, a, he's a bit older now. His body, what he does, but Dak has been really impressive. And you know he's he's got four goals, three assists this season. So not brilliant stats, but at the end of the day, he wasn't starting at the start of the season. You know he wasn't starting many games. He wasn't even coming on because Vardy were playing the full ninety, or they brought Ian Atchil on. As well, Dak has taken his chance and he has been, you know, the focal point for them. And he looks because he plays like that. He's fast. He likes to be on that Batman. He hassles players as well. So I think, you know, he suits Leicester's game as well. So I think he could be, you know, he's the newcomer for for them for sure. And, you know, Ian actually had a great end to last season, but he's not really pushed on, has he? So, you know, Dak has been getting his chances and I think looking good. So you, you set piece extraordinaire. Um, Telemans is the man to so when vardy's not playing teelmans is on the penalties he also sort of shares free kicks with james madison and he also gets involved in taking corners as well and indirect free kicks. so teelmans is your set piece person for sure um you know he's involved in all of those and you know he takes a good penalty to be honest with you so pretty standard one and then you you captain fantastic for them your consistent scorer i mean has been a little bit more difficult with Leicester because they've had a bit of an inconsistent season. But probably the sort of since like game week thirteen or something, this man's been their consistent person and scoring points, getting goals or assists in a lot of the games. And that's James Madison. You know, he's their main man. He's been quality for him. He's got six goals, six assists, and they've all barring I think one one goal that came in like game week nine. They've all come since game week thirteen. So in the last thirteen game weeks. He's got five goals and six assists. So that's 11 sort of scoring things across 13 game weeks, basically. So, you know, on average, there he's getting those, getting you a goal or an assist most games in that 13. So he's definitely the consistent performer for Leicester at the moment. And, um, you know, I think that will, you know, keep being the case because he's the most talented footballer, him and Thielman's definitely. But Madison's the one who. Gets the more, gets more goals, gets more more assists as well. Yeah, they're
0: they're an interesting team. It's just it's hard to get excited about them at the moment. I mean, they had at one point you would look at them and go, James, Justin, and Pereira, the fullbacks were quite interesting at one point. Then they bought Castagna, and Justin was out, and you thought, all right, well, there's another attacking wing back. Brilliant. This is exciting. Sionchu was seemed to be a very decent defender at one point. He's just gone completely the other way. And then, yeah, you look at Harvey Barnes, James Madison. I mean, Jamie Vardy's obviously injured, so that's going to affect them massively. You just look at them and go like, they've they've had time. I mean, Madison's stats are better than I realised. I didn't realise they were that good. I guess this is the thing about, because of the double game weeks, people are overlooking Madison at the moment because Leicester aren't doing that well and they haven't got Double
1: game weeks at the moment, or haven't had any double game but weeks. They're going to be having double game weeks. That's for definite because yeah. they've got three games to fit in, and there's only 38 game weeks in FPL. They don't have the game weeks to FPL. So that, that, to that, be...
0: is, that is the key component now till the end of the season of the decision you have to make. If you've still got your wild card, are you brave enough to go for these teams who haven't? played all their fixtures you know your Burnleys could you triple up on Burnley knowing that they've got so many games to play that they'll have doubles and maybe a triple game week at some point Man, Man United had one last year it could be quite conceivable but the fact is that if you build your team around a team like Burnley or Leicester who I know Burnley got a result of the weekend but they haven't exactly been on form and Leicester obviously are struggling you're playing a really dangerous game, but fair play. You know, I, I'm I'm looking at Arsenal the same. You know, like I've I've looked at Arsenal. And I thought I might take a player out here and there, but then I look at the fixture. They've got so many games to play. They've got two games that haven't even been added to the fixture list yet. And yeah, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, no, that's a really good feature, mate. I I really enjoyed that, and I I love I love Ricardo Pereira. He's attacking fullbacks for me one of the best things about FPL, but he, he, you know, a couple of years ago, was just unstoppable. I remember having him at one point and just thinking, doesn't matter what happens because he's going to get an assist, even if it doesn't get a clean sheet. And he was, yeah, he was unplayable. But unfortunately, injuries really affected his progress. And otherwise he probably would have been in the same kind of category as Trent and, and Cancello. Maybe he could have got a bigger move.
1: Yeah, it's i another yep. club, but unfortunately it no. wasn't to be. Yeah, but definitely. No, was, it, it was be, really good. You know, United keeps shitting, They need a better right back. And, well, you know, he could be the one for his Man United. Who knows? Or, you know, the Liverpool needs someone to maybe challenge Trent a little bit more. And could he go there? Trent's also versatile. Could go into midfield position as well sometimes. If they want to play him both. You, you know? you,
0: you're really wanting to go into
1: that midfield position, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then it's not eight million coming out of my back four, you know, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> then if he moves into midfield, likely is, he comes it comes sort of starts becoming a sort of nine and a half, ten million player, probably. So um that no, cheers. Um like I said, you know, Leicester a bit different. I know it's difficult, people might not be thinking, but hopefully even if it just gets you sort of considering it, and like I said, look at the green games they've got coming up and look at the fact they're gonna be getting double game weeks coming up, they're gonna have three double game weeks before the end of the season of leicester three double game weeks that's a fact we talk about facts again with me and (laughs) Rapper. that's a fact there you go we finally come on to our our final our final piece in the jigsaw for the for this evening's podcast the the game week preview obviously we're probably going to be thinking hindsight at the moment heath because we've still got some games to, to to happen this um You know, over the next, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, with both North and South team playing, so I would imagine, unless you drink a bottle of white wine to yourself, then you're probably not going to make these changes yet. But what are you thinking, Heath? Have you got any plans in line for game week 27? Which, um, by the way, the game week for game week 27 is a Friday game week. Everybody, it's 6:30 Friday because Southampton are putting a few past Norwich on Friday evening. So yeah, tune in for that. What are you thinking, Nave? Yeah,
0: I, I'm thinking that I might have tripled up on Aston Villa a little bit too quickly. <laughs> I've been pretty happy with my team for quite a few weeks. Uh, actually, I cut, like I said, a couple of months. But this week, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, it doesn't look as convincing. Because Chelsea and Arsenal aren't playing. That's four of my players gone already. Watford are playing Man United away. And as much as I would love for Dennis and King to, to go on a when I run like they did against Everton away or something, the fact is it's going to be pretty tough to to get anything out of United. They might score. They might do. But
1: anyway... United have got... The, since Ranjic's come on board for United, they've got the second most points in the Premier League since his come on board behind City. There you go. So it's, it's unlikely.
0: But the thing is, that anyway, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go on my team. So I've got Martinez in goal. They've got Brighton away. So... I mean, if you're going to play Brighton, it's probably better to be playing them away, especially Villa not being on good form themselves, like points wise. They've been scoring goals, they've been looking good, they've just not really been getting the results. So, yeah, I've got Luca Din, and then I've got a spare space in my back three, really, because I've got Rudiger, White, and Tierney, and all of them aren't playing. So, I've got to make a decision there. That's kind of what I was hinting at earlier about Arsenal. You know, do I take out an Arsenal player? knowing that they've got a really good run of fixtures, but I don't know. So, got Cucurella, he's got Villa at home, obviously, and he's he's doing all right. He hasn't really pulled up trees recently. Then I've got Zaha, Burnley at home. Burnley, I don't know. It might turn into a difficult fixture. I don't know. Palace at home. Yeah, well, we'll see. But Coutinho, then I've got Jared Bowen and, and Huming and son. So Bowen's playing wolves at home. Sun's playing Leeds away. I've got the captaincy on Sun at the moment. It might go to Kane. I'll see how that Burnley game works out. If Kane continues the way he was against City, I might put the captaincy on him. And then my two Watford players, either side of Kane, are Dennis and King. Realistically, I I'm even tempted. I might, I might take out King. And then just put White... Oh, no, I can't really do that. I, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to probably... I might take out White, transfer him, and then bring someone else in and then worry about the, the doubles when they come. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's tough. It's very tough. So And then Foster's oh. on the bench as well, obviously. So, yeah, I'll be honest. Literally, that just then, while you were doing your Leicester thing, I was, I was having a quick look. But that's the first time I've read really it to my team for this week. And... I'm I'm slightly relieved that i I'm missing four players rather than more because I don't have any free hits left. I I I, I ruined them. <laughs> I got I got rid of them as soon as possible for some particular reason. I don't know why, but I've only got my triple captain left now. So yeah, um, how about yourself, mate? What are you looking at?
1: No, oh, mate, it's not looking good. In my squad. I've got three guys who are not playing this weekend because they're um in a cup final. One of them's. No Salah, so that's not good for starters. Um And I've got a fourth guy who I need to get rid of on my, on my bench. Adam, Adam um because he's now out for the season. You now he was having a little good rumors. He was, he? yeah. Now yeah. he's now he's gone. So I, having a good cheap pick, all of a sudden doing well, and then he's he's off the he's off the market basically. Now it's going to be tough to, to think. You know, I've only got one free transfer. I'm not going to take my Salah out. I'm not going to take Trent out, you know, just for one game week because, you know, I've still got my Wolves players there, Man City playing as well. I mean, Wolves have got West Ham, but West Ham aren't firing as much at the moment, scoring as many goals. Wolves are good at the back. So, you know, it's not like I'm desperate there. I've got things there, but it's not looking good, to be fair. I must admit, I'm, I'm probably going to have to take. I've got money in the bank. I've got 1.8 million in the bank. So, you know, I could possibly be looking at two transfers and taking a minus four hit probably this game week. But I know what I want to do. A good, there's a good, very good likelihood that Mr. Weghorst is coming in because they've got a double game week. They've got Palace away, Leicester at home. Um, so Weghorst will probably come in. I'm thinking Richarlison probably going to come out. He isn't doing much. They've got City. That could be good because it will increase my money even more so. So then I could get rid of him. And the likelihood is I'm gonna bring Sar back in for Allison now, you know, because A is cheaper, but B also preparing for Game Week twenty eight where Wills have got Palace and Watford at home in that game week. So I'm thinking a couple of weeks ahead there. Um that's what I'm probably thinking is you know, get Sar back in and probably Red Horse will be the, the, the two transfers if I if I do decide to make two. And then I'm gonna have lots of money, quite a bit of money left over um from that. So then I'll be able to get rid of Following game week, I'll get rid of Adar, and, and then I'll still have, I'll be able to bring in hopefully a decent, a half decent striker. Then. Oh,
0: nice, mate. Yeah, I do feel for you because, well, actually, I, I don't really feel for you. But who's your captain going to
1: be? On my it's my own fault, isn't it? It's my own fault. I'm going to be looking at Wegos to be fair because it's double game week for him. He's in a bit of form. Palace and let away Leicester at home. Leicester don't keep clean sheets. You know, I could put it on, like, De Bruyne. You know, I could do a Cancelo gamble, as I've done before, and it might pay off. But I think, you know, double game week, Weghorst doing well, Burnley really stepped up. Then I think it be it might, unless he, you know, but I'm not going to make the transfer until, obviously, after this um, game week's over and his, his next game's done with. But I think, you know, he's probably going to be a good contender for a, for a captaincy spot, to be honest with you. Um, might not compete how you expect we like whoever you decide to put on there, but, um, double game week. And you can't ignore that sometimes when it's a week where your three, you, you know, your Liverpool players are not playing because they've not got a game. So you're not going to captain Salah, who's the, the obvious choice. Most get every game week pretty much. So do something a little bit different. Someone with a double game week, um, because, you know, you've, you've got, you know, you've, you've not got anyone to have a double game with this this game week yeah, as I have. I, I, I
0: was going to so, say, would would you not be tempted to go for a Nick Pope in goal? Or like bring in two Bernie players? It's it's, it's
1: an option. I don't know why it's, I'm it, giving it you advice. But... but yeah, I mean, I thought about it, but at the same time, you know, they're not... I've then got to get them out and I want to get some, somebody else out of the squad who's not playable by that point. So... Fair enough. Fair enough. Well see what uh, you're thinking and good ad good advice, but no, not yeah, no, thank you. No, it's, it's good. I mean, in a way. It's it, better than the last advice you tried giving me. Trent was triple captain. I'll give you that. <laughs> Still got a game to play, you never know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but no, that that was that was good. And I guess our both of us looking at our teams tonight is is a reflection of what a lot of people probably have in. Feels like it's um this game week has been the the party game week, and then next week's like the the hungover game week where everyone's kind of looking yeah. and going, oh god, what am I gonna do? here? But yeah. that's the thing, you gotta be in it to win it, and you gotta enjoy these double game weeks when they come for, you know, when you you play your yeah. free hits, or you play your bench boost, your triple captains, all that, and you're you're basically basing your team around that. I think there's another big game week coming up in game week thirty. Don't ask me who's playing double, but I'm pretty sure
1: there's quite a lot going on there. To be fair, there's there's double game weeks happening now for a while because you know, game week twenty seven, obviously, you know, Burnley have a double game week. They're the only one then, but then game week twenty eight twenty eight, you've got double game weeks for, you know, Southampton, Newcastle, Wolves, Watford, Leeds, Villa. Game week twenty nine, you've got double game weeks for Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Brighton, um, Everton, and Newcastle. And then game week thirty. Um, I think game week thirty at the moment is the the one. It's game week twenty nine. I think that you're you're thinking of. You know, when you think Arsenal are gonna have a, a really good double game week. Well, they've got Leicester and Liverpool. So I think against sunshine, maybe. You know, only one yeah.
0: game. we'll we'll, and, we'll, we'll see. I think
1: that I think the best thing is, that, and again.
0: If you play points leagues, fair enough, that's what most people do. But if you play a head-to-head, this is where the taking the hits are, you know, you're talking about Convey's team earlier, took a minus 12 and he's got 80 odd points. You, you talked about Mike earlier. He took, did he take a minus 12? No, minus eight. And he's eight, on 95 eight. points. These minus hits are, if they if they pay off, like they, they sometimes, especially if you're head-to-head, you Could smash it head to head and not really worry too much about your overall points if you get the right players, the right teams, these doubles. So it's, it's it, I mean, it adds an extra element to this game. And I think that's why people like it because just that moment where you think you've seen it all, you then see multiple double game weeks every week going into the end of the season. You see a triple game week coming in last season, which we'd never seen, or if we had seen it, it was a long, long time ago. So, yeah. I, I, I like advice to everyone out there just hold back on those transfers just hold back yeah if you <laughs> can if you can if yeah. you can if you have a bottle of blue nun from our then
1: you know fair enough yeah. <laughs> 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 like you said you can always bring it back the next week guys you know you can bring it back the next week the head-to-head if you're in a tight head-to-head and you can afford to take the three-point hit which you know then fair enough take it and you know bring it back the next few weeks, you know, if you have to do that, you know, but it could be an interesting game. That actually was a strategy
0: that one of us did last season. I think it might have been you where you took a massive hit one week knowing that you weren't going to win that week because the other team had. this is before we went live and I won the game week but you would set your team up for the week later and then I think you won that and it was like you'd set your team up for about a handful of weeks coming up and you can do that with a head-to-head if you're not too fast about the points league. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a really good kind of like um yeah. another
1: way of looking at it really. De- definitely so. And you know, and even with your points weeks, you know, you've got double game weeks to come up, galore. So, you know, think about it, you know. You know, try and plan ahead if you do that because if you're like maybe a hundred points off someone, but you play you play it right and you've got your double game weeks coming up, you could you could make some serious points back. So yeah, see what you can do.
0: Yeah, exactly. But yeah guys, yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure, as ever, and mate, I always love this podcast. It's cheered me up when I've had my tough times with Watford, but when I'm having a good time with Watford, it's made me even happier. Um, right now, I haven't even got a glass of whiskey tonight; just straight nice. water, straight vodka. <laughs> oh, you didn't I've been on shipyard tonight. Nice, nice, nice. There, there, are other. There, just yeah. By the way, there, there are other beers out there. Not just the yeah, shipyard, no, there's also other oh, shops, I've got and some, and Living. That was a great
1: bar to go to in <laughs> Manchester this weekend. All right, by the way. Great bar to go to. Yeah. Any nice. Any, nice. Of our, any of our fans around in Manchester, let us know. I'll send you to a different bar. Me and Evil suppose, <laughs> as well to this one. Well, yeah, and, and guys, we'll we'll definitely
0: we'll definitely keep you updated. So the next time you hit you, you'll hear this next week, we'll give you a full update of how that night went. Just to remind you, our Twitter handle. So the North Versus South Twitter handle is at FPL N V S. So states is at FPL underscore northerner. And mine is at FPL Southerner. There's no underscore. Let's see how the rest of this game week goes. I won't get too cocky yet, but I'm pretty much thinking it's in the bag. I'm gonna fuck you up in Manchester. <laughs> And on, yeah. on, on you're, that... not, you're
1: not getting you're not getting into the hotel room, kid. i tell you that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> no, it's it's been great, guys. And yeah, we'll we'll see you next week with a full update of the uh, the Manchester night out. Thanks.